Hi, my name's Erin, I'm 10 years old. I'm from Wexford, I'm in fourth class. And this year for Christmas, I'm asking for a bike and the Liverpool home kit. Hi, I'm Joe, I'm, I'm Mount Porto. I love Christmas because like the lights are so nice and I love the smell of cinnamon. I don't know, but I love just sniffing the gingerbread men. I was thinking about this story about two girls went to visit Santa and they had two magic hats. And when they got home, they started feeling dizzy. And then an elf appeared out of the middle of nowhere. And he said that the um, hats are magical and they only work on elves. So he had to take the hat away. They weren't for humans. I never saw an elf. An elf on a shelf does come to our house, though. Once we came down the stairs one morning and he was sitting on the pia- he was sitting on the stool of the piano. One day he wrapped the kitchen with toilet roll. I would never touch his hat, but we're allowed to touch ours because some people can't touch theirs or it won't work, but we can touch ours and then it works. I want to wish everyone who's listening to Orty Jr. a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. And a very happy Christmas to you, Aaron and Joe. That was a great story that Aaron told there about the elf's hat and the magic that's inside it. Well, this story is also about a hat. But as you might be able to tell from the music, even though it's Christmas time, it's all a little bit sad. Mr. Christensen's Christmas Clothes for Children was one of the oldest shops in all of Wexford. It was right in the middle of Main Street, and it was like one of those oldie worldy shops that you might find in Dickens' times. A little bell rang when a customer came through the door. The shop was quite dark inside, but it was full of curious old trinkets and treasures, as well as Christmas clothes. Mr. Christensen always had a fire roaring behind the cash register, and you could hear the old grandfather clock ticking, no matter where you went. His old gramophone played classic Christmas tunes, and there were lots of little corners and cubby holes and interesting places to wander off to once you got inside. The very unusual thing about this Christmas clothes shop was that it only opened for one month of the year, the month of December. Oh, it was a hive of activity in the run-up to Christmas over the years. Families coming in to get kitted out in their Christmas finest. But when I say finest, well, Mr. Christensen didn't really move with the times when it came to fashion. Most of the children's clothes were like things from Victorian times. Sailor suits for boys, knickerbocker trousers, taffeta dresses with aprons, button-up boots and bonnets. In fact, Mr. Christensen's shop was really like a museum. And yet, every December, parents would bring their children in to buy a brand spanking new outfit for the festive period. The truth is, though, it wasn't really about the clothes. It was all about Mr. Christensen. He was special. He had a twinkle in his eye and a kind word for all the grown-ups, but especially the children. A tiny little man... He could be talking to you outside the dressing room one minute and up on a movable ladder at the highest shelf the next. He sort of whizzed around and if you blinked, you'd miss it. The best incentive for any child coming into this shop was the giant glass jars of candy canes and out-of-this-world sweets placed all in a row at Mr Christensen's sales table. And when I say out-of-this-world, I mean you couldn't buy nicer, tastier sweets in all of Wexford. 
So it was for all of these reasons that little Jane had loved going here every year as a young girl. She was almost certain that she saw trails of glittery dust from the heels of the old man's shoes as he'd walk around. Sometimes he even knew what she had asked Santa to bring her for Christmas. Hmm, her mother must have told him, surely. Jane often thought about Mr Christensen. Nobody in the town knew where he lived or where he went for the other 11 months of the year. And yet he knew all of them. He'd remember generations of the one family like it was only yesterday. Jane's great-granddad had even gone to Mr Christensen to pick out his Christmas Day rig out many moons ago. But back to the sad part of this story, if you remember. It was December once again and Jane was on her way to Mr Christensen's Christmas clothes for children. Jane was a grown-up now. She'd moved away from the town and she hadn't been back for a really long time. Today she was bringing her own children, Aaron and Joe, to the shop of her childhood. Oh, they'd heard so many stories from their mother over the years and they couldn't wait to step inside and hear the bell tinkle. But instead of the sparkle and joy and cheer that their mother had told them about, they found a very sad little man slumped in an armchair, listening to old, slow Christmas songs. Ah, Jane, it is you. Aaron and Joe couldn't believe he had remembered their mother. Jane was chuffed inside, but more worried about poor Mr Christensen. Something wasn't right. There were no Christmas lights or decorations or just no sparkle. Were her memories wrong or had this shop once been like the Irish branch of Santa's workshop? Hello, Aaron and the Joe, isn't it? Yes, come in, come in. I have uh, the lovely knickerbocker shorts for the younger boy. Be nice with the jumper and slip-on shoes. Erin, for you, ah, somewhere I remember I keep the most beautiful crushed velvet pom-pom dress. I put it away for you because I knew your mama would bring you here someday. She loved the velvet for Christmas, your mama. I did whispered Jane again. She couldn't believe it. Mr Christensen spent some time rooting out old shop drawers and emptying boxes looking for the dress. Tell you what, Mr Christensen, why not let Aaron and Joe have a look in the storeroom in the back and you and I will sit down and have a good catch-up over one of your famous hot chocolates. Is the hot chocolate machine still working? (gasps) Remember you used to say the marshmallows on top were actually Lapland snow. Yes, it still work. But I'm sorry, there have been no marshmallows for a while. I have not been able to go back to... uh, uh, I mean, uh, the shop stays open now. All of the year, for seven years, I have been here every day. As Jane sat down to keep Mr Christensen company, Aaron and Joe excitedly scuttled into the back of the shop, not minding if they found the dress or not, but dying to have a good look at more trinkets and treasures. It was some time later, after digging through sleigh shoes, reindeer harnesses and old metal bells, that Aaron came upon a worn-looking hat. It was green with red stripes and a little gold bell at the tip. It was so heavy that when she tried to put it on her head, it moved by itself in the opposite direction. You know, like when you try to push two magnets together, it would not go on Aaron's head. She turned it upside down 
and inside the hat was a little label, sewn beautifully with glittery thread. It read, This hat belongs to Eric Christiansen of Greenland, surveillance elf. If lost, please return to Santa Claus North Pole. <gasps> Mr Christensen was an elf! That's why he only spent the month of December here. And of course, a children's clothes shop where he could really see if they were on the naughty or the nice list, judging by their behaviour. That's how he knew their names. That's why his shop is so special. But of course, when he lost his hat, he lost his magic. He was stranded here and he couldn't get back to the North Pole. Mr Christensen's head turned instantly as Joe and Aaron walked out of the storeroom and back into the shop. The little bell of his hat chimed. My hat! Oh, you found it! Seven years I have looked. I don't know what to say. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Christmas. There is so much to do. I'm going back. Happy Christmas. (laughs) And like that, Mr Christensen's famous sparkle came back. Aaron and Joe and their mother left with pocketfuls of candy canes and sweets and, of course, their new Christmas Day outfits. Mr Christensen's shop stayed open until December 24th and some people in the town say that as the shutters were going down, they saw a whirl of light and sparkly dust fly around inside and then something shot up into the night sky heading north. Was it the hat that made Mr Christensen happy again, ma'am? Is that what put the twinkle back in his eyes? It was a magic hat? Joe asked his mother as he drifted off to sleep before Santa would arrive. It might have been the hat, Joe. And it might just have been a good catch-up with an old friend over a hot chocolate. Sometimes people lose their sparkle. And when you notice that, you can help them get it back by giving them a little bit of your sparkle. A phone call, a letter or a chat and a cup of tea or hot chocolate. The real magic, Joe, is the sparkle of friendship. Now, get some sleep, you two. Santa's on his way. And I'm sure Mr Christensen has told him all about you. Good night. <laughs>